Hey, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new edition of Ike Live. Hope you're having a wonderful Saturday night. I know we are. Uh, we've got probably the best guest we've ever had on in the world, <laughs> I, I have to say. The one and only Al Linder joining us tonight. Uh, Tin Cup Whiskey is a sponsor of the show. And right here before we get Al back on, I want to do a shot. Uh, <laughs> and, and Riz and Pete, if you've got shot there, I want to do a shot to Al because this is amazing. This is Thank like you, a dream Al. come true. <laughs> Shout out to Al Linder for coming on tonight. Yes. Thanks, Al. guys. Al Linder. Dream come true. Dream come true, true for us. True. It really, really is. Um, Mike, I just want to say yeah. thank you for having a successful career so that you could have me produce a podcast where we yes. get Al Linder on. I know. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I agree with that. This is crazy. Who would ever You're thought? I only wish you chased Sasquatch because I'd probably be able to meet uh, Gimlin. Bob Gimlin. Right. <laughs> well, I might. <laughs> I, I might shot start, the famous footage. I might start chasing Sasquatch. <laughs> Al, Al Instagram account. up there in northern Minnesota, have you ever run into Sasquatch? Oh, oh. <laughs> Sounds like a yes. I may have thought under certain conditions that I seen him, but that would have been a bad moment. <laughs> that was your time in Texas, huh? <laughs> hey, they, they live everywhere, Dave, so don't They're be surprised. Too. Uh, all right, Dave, I know you wanted to jump in yeah, and talk a little bit about the magazine. So, Al, I have a question about the magazine. So, as a kid growing up, that magazine was one of the more important ones that I would get. Yeah. Primarily, the art. Who did the art on the front of yeah. the magazine for you? Who did all that fish art? Yeah. Steve the fish art was Larry Topol. He is still doing their art. Where I met Larry, I was speaking at a, a bass club in, in Detroit. And at the, the club meeting, Larry was a member of the bass club. And in there, they had a little, like a little newsletter kind of thing. And I looked at the cover and you know how he, he took each fish and he kind of slightly distorted it to give it kind of a weird thing. He had the yeah. cover of a, the yeah. head of a bass with its gills flared. Yeah. I looked at this thing and I picked it up and I that is amazing. Then I met him there and I went back and I showed it to Ron and I said, and, and, and I says we got to get this guy to do some cover work for the magazine. And the rest was history. Yeah, after that, the way you guys did the cover of the magazine, I don't think no one else could. No one else painted the picture of what you were about to see inside the way you guys did Correct. in front of those. Yeah, it was the fish, was the main, the main story in that ish, the, the, the lead story what, what was that fish in that environment. Yeah, that's what it was. That was the lead story yeah. all the time. Yeah, and uh, uh, Larry was brilliant at it just yeah. uh yeah yeah, yeah you know he it was quite a master at his game it was so impactful because i remember we've told this story on a lot of the shows al but like as kids you know there were kids that we went to school with that couldn't wait to get home for sports illustrated or they couldn't get wait to get home you know for a, a, a hot rod magazine but for us it was these fishing magazines you know and and it was like <laughs> dude it was like the like like school didn't even matter you know it was like <laughs> get home from school to get to the mailbox to open the mailbox to get the magazine and um even how, even, even better than that though yeah. Al, was the catalogs right like someone would always get the catalog first oh someone the bass pro the, the, yeah before bass the internet pro, yeah. yeah the or bass pro northeastern, the northeastern tackle supply yeah no, northeast bass yeah, yeah. gander yeah, gander supply gander like yeah. The magazines, the the catalogs yeah. were so impactful, but um, the info in those, and 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 later the books too, Alan. I've we've got 
we've got a little library we've created here in the studio, but I've got a, ooh, a three ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, of your books in my hands right here, three of your best publications. But these were our, our guides. I mean, these, these were things we referenced, and I, I remember taking the magazine out on the boat with me. Like I had my 12-foot John boat, and I'd bring the magazine to like cross-reference what I was doing with what That's was awesome. written in that magazine. Dude, how powerful that was. It's incredible. It's incredible, you know, to think about that. Uh, the weight I mean, classification was the hardest, most difficult thing that we worked on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When you took the res, res and the drawings in that. Yeah. And we had a lot of a lot of help from Billy and Bobby Murray on that. Yeah. And uh yeah, you know, I when I was fishing bass, a number of the tournaments in there the Bobby and I roomed together in there. So I got to know him really well. And I knew Billy when and when he did uh put together the the uh, bass institutes at that that time, similar to Bass University, yeah. and it was done in uh, uh the front right that was done out of Indiana Indianapolis State U. And Billy was responsible for that. But they were the they worked so diligently on that late classification on the reservoirs, which was one of the most in-depth projects I think we ever yeah. did. Billy on the back of uh, of the handbook of strategies looks like he fell off a chuck wagon with that ten gallon that uh, cowboy hat he's got on. <laughs> <laughs> like he's a stagecoach robber wow. or something. That's a him. big that's a big cowboy <laughs> hat. That, dude. That's, crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. All right, uh, Rizzo, I know you've got a ton of questions and I, I I keep just picking at you, but I know you've got some good ones. What do you got, Riz? Yeah, so um, this question is actually going to come from Risby Fishing, and uh, Risby Fishing wants to know. Um, I, I, I'm sure a lot of anglers are watching this show that are just starting to find that burning desire that you described, Al, and that fire inside of them. And and for you guys back in the day, it was Bassmaster magazines, it was In Fisherman magazines. If there is one book or one piece of print that you could recommend to an angler that legitimately wants to improve their skills in fishing. Good question. What would that, what would that be for somebody to, to, to dive in on and read to help improve their, their skills as a fisherman? Good question. In today's marketplace right now, I, I would assume he's right now today, if, if the, you know, the magazine business is stuff, I would have to go, go, go back, back to in fishermen still does some phenomenal, phenomenal stuff. And a uh, bass in times, uh, uh, bass in times gets into detail where Bassmaster, it kind of gets a little out of line. It reports much of bass in times still gets some strong, strong articles in yeah. it. What would you guys say? No, no, no. You know, really of what is happening to today. And in print, it's really hard to see publications right. like this. And uh, uh, by the way, way uh, a lot of you guys, you, um, I don't know how many of you remain re remember the name Mike Jones. If yes. you go way, way back yep. to Bass, yep. and Mike Jones was an outdoor writer there for many, many, many years. And in my opinion, he was one of the best in the game. Yep. Yeah, you know, when he interviewed and fished, but, but Mike Jones, he did a phenomenal job. And then he kind, kind of slowed down down a little bit. Got, when ESPN bought Bass, 
that they had a little, little bit of difference of opinion from what I understood on the editorial <laughs> focuses. Yeah, yeah, you know, and he went his separate way. I understand that starting in a March issue, Jonesy is going to be back. Wow. And Jonesy, what? this is this is a strong rumor. Starting in March, he's going to wow. start contributing. He is going to be at this year's classic. And I hope Jonesy is watching this now. And this guy, in my opinion, was one of the best bass writers, along with some guys that were close to where you are. Remember Rich Zaleski? Rich might be oh, watching. Yeah. Great Rich's writer. stuff was, at the time, particularly yep. on his smallmouth stuff, I loved Rich's stuff. It was so yeah. good. Great writer. So good. Yeah. But Jonesy's bad back in the game, man. He, wow. After... I, I can't wait to see his first right. There, there it goes, guys. You've been waiting for mm. breaking news on Ike Live. There's a second yeah. one tonight right there. You heard there it first. There it is, yes. And, crazy. And, and the DMs are rolling in. Ken Duke is excited <laughs> for Mike Jones's comeback. <laughs> Ken Duke. And Al, Al I, got a, I got this request come through several times uh, tonight. Um, what is your favorite color X-Rap and, and – uh, DQ wants you to say X-Rap several times. It's your favorite <laughs> Al the uh, yeah. Dan Quinn wants you to say it over and over. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the two favorite colors for smallmouth now. Smallmouth, not yeah. large. Yeah, yeah. Smallmouth. For, for, for smallmouth. It's, it, it's what I call that. They have a hot orange. I call it the hot heads. That one and the pink, pink pearl. What, what bait? And I have fished these two colors. I'm, I'm not blowing smoke. To anybody, I would challenge you on a smallmouth bite anywhere on any water wow. on the continent, north, south, east, or west, throwing that color against any other color yeah. day in and day, day, day out and watch it. And I promise you, you will get more smallmouth than you will on any other color. Wow. It is an, it is amazing, those two colors. It now, is amazing. Now, what bait? That's the X-Rap. What is it? <laughs> Brian yeah. just got yeah. a bonus. Yeah. Brian just got a bonus from Rapala yeah. for Brian, you for, for Brian forcing a, that. Brian out the of Carpenter is getting a percentage of every time you say X rap he gets a cut. Those two colors, it, it's amazing. It is amazing. Though if there's smallies in the area, you, they they will come and look at it when they won't look at another color. And I don't care what the action, it, it, it gets at least their attention and you know, they're there. They will show themselves. Yeah. When do you throw the orange and when do you throw the pink? I usually, I, I usually when if I'm on new water, I'll have a rod with each and, and, but I'll have two different sizes. I might have a 12, I might have a 10. Yeah. 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 You know, but I'll have each color. I'll have each color. If I haven't been on water, I know it's smallies and I'm going to be just a jerk bait bite is going to be hap happening in condition. I'll, I'll go with both of them. Yeah, the hothead's just a real bright clam. Right. Both yeah. of them are bright. Yeah. It's a hot. It, yeah, it is. They're really bright. Yeah. I mean, you could, and the other thing, you could see it a mile away in the water. So your eye, you, you know, you don't lose it to your, uh, your eye contact with the bait in clear water. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mike Jones making a comeback, and Dave on Instagram. Dave on Instagram. Dude. Mike Jones made a comeback. <laughs> Everybody's was, winning tonight. Everybody's a win. Uh, speaking happening? of, uh, speaking of, we <laughs> we talked about color, but uh, we did have another question early in the show before you even came on. We had a question about scent. Let's throw let's throw that to you real quick, Al. How how important scent to fishing? What do you what do you believe about scent? I believe in in cold water conditions, it's mm -hmm. a plus. Yeah. You know where you got to soak a bait. Where, where you're not fishing it pretty fast 
where that fish is coming in and he's looking at looking at the bait. A yeah. real negative yeah. bite, cold water conditions. Absolutely, I believe you get more bites out yeah. of it when yeah. a bait is dead stuck. Yeah, we've seen the same thing. That's, uh, I, I mean, yeah. in my little yeah, I yeah. I, I concur. Dude, cold, yeah, cold <laughs> cold water, tough fishing. When the fishing pressure's high or they're inspecting yeah. the bait, yeah. liquid mayhem has bailed us out a lot. So we agree that's, with that. That's my, that's uh, my go-to. I, I want to get back to the to the magazine, Al, and it was such a, a inspiration, and, and um, you know, it set a lot of guys on their path. Uh, we had we researched this a little bit, and and some of the young guns right now, the sport, and we got we got a couple names we'll throw at you, uh, a couple Canadians, the Johnston brothers, uh, Gussie, a uh, Seth Fighter, all credit you and in Fisherman Magazine as being part of the reason they chose their career and they chose their path dude that's that that you know think about that that's huge like that that you know that impact you've had on people um in 1998 you sold it to prime media and prime media at the time owned other publications like many yeah yeah they owned other publications like 17 and Teen Beat, which Dave still subscribes to to this day. Dave <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still have the Scott Bayo centerfold. In right, my, uh, right. Scott Bayo's <laughs> in your garage. Right, I know. I uh, later sold to Intermedia Outdoors, um, but but knowing, you know, like that was your baby. Like that was the thing that changed people's lives. Talk about that a little bit. Was that hard? Was it hard to let that go? Um, it, you know, even now, as that door closed and others opened. And you've got great things now. Is it hard to to look back and say, you know, what if I kept it, or or you know, are you disappointed in some of the directions it's going? That's one of those forks in the road. The the decision that led to that, Mike, at that time, uh, we had no uh, uh, no uh, uh, we weren't looking to sell in fishermen. Yeah, it was not on the market. Right, and. Uh, uh, we had like six inquiries. Oh, well, you'll find this interesting. One of the, the suitors that we talked to that would have made a great partner on this was Helen Severe with Bass. Wow. She had looked at the event that well, we had talked. We had talked really, really, really close. Wow. And you can yeah. see what would happen if you could have put Bass together within Fisherman at that, that, that time. This, this was one that was kind of exciting. The other ones, the, the, the corporate culture and everything, which is you just kind of blew it off. Yeah. But in any case, I had a point in my life when this was happening. Uh, uh, took about a year of hand holding. Uh, uh, you know, I got got a call on the phone. The guy introduced himself to me. Says I'm with Prime Media. Yeah, you know, we're we're looking at acquiring uh, uh, many outdoor publications. We really like what you see. Uh, I don't know if you'd be interested in selling. I'd like to meet with you sometime. Now, you'd be dumb if you say, no, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to hear about right. it. That'd be a dumb thing to do. <laughs> so we set up on my first meeting was in the Minneapolis airport. He's flying out. Of, he's flying out of New York, going to Los Angeles for a meeting. I'm leaving Brainerd, Minnesota. I'm going to do a, a sports show in Des Moines, Iowa. So I meet him at the airport. We sat down for about an hour and a half, half coffee, and uh, I just kind of chatted a little bit he would request this one out with the hand holding went on for about a year and it accelerated each month <laughs> yeah you know yeah. got a little more yeah. involved yeah 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 you know and then 
after about a year, he'd ask for a sheet of paper for a stat on this, and I'd send it to him, and we'd talk a little bit. And then, then one day, I get a registered letter in the mail, and 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 it, it and it says, it says basically, if if we came and did our due diligence, and everything proved out to be what you said it is in here, and we looked at it, yeah. we'd be we would give you this amount of money for that. Uh, 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 media conglomerate. Right now, right. kid growing up on the streets of Chicago, I had to add on my fingers. I said, "That's a lot of money, man." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of money. Right, uh, right. <laughs> and uh, uh, I had a, I was at a point in in, in my life. I, I I showed it to to Ron, Ron and Dolores. Now, my brother Ron is ten years older than I am. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so. At, at, at this point, when we sold sold that vehicle, I was 55 years old. And so it puts him at 65. He was getting ready to, 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 to you know, it was a good time for him to take some chips off the table and yeah. move on. Yeah. But they, they said, Al, Al, and my wife said, said, we're making good money. Everybody's comfortable. The business. You make the call. Yeah. Like Ron, Ron said, Al. If you want to sell, we sell. If you don't want to sell, we sell. We don't. They're going to put the gold. Corporate's going to put the golden handcuffs on you for a little while, and, and I'm just going to go fish. Then you know, I'll do some yeah. weird designs and do that. But they're going to handcuff you if you want to live like that for a little while. That's fine with us. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So, and the the deciding factor at that point in my life, I had like twenty or twenty something years into it. It was twenty four seven. My life was. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. I, I did. Yeah. You talk yeah, about yeah. the passion. It bur- it took everything out of me. Yeah. This is what I did. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So, uh, my wife had a bout with breast cancer at this exact same time. Yeah. And uh, uh, it was a you know a realization that I'm yeah yeah you know I'm busting my butt. We're at a point in life. I realize you you know I might you know I I could lose her. Right. You know, I could have lost her. It worked out fine. Yeah, you know, everything worked out. She, she's thank God everything is good uh, on that. But I'm, I'm reevaluating my life and I'm getting a little bit older. And, and, and you know, I just seen these things. Ron is getting a little long and toothy. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, this is the final security for everybody. So, yeah, yeah, yeah you know, I, I did it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh, when you weighed everything, when I walked out, when I signed the final sheet of paper in New York, we sat down, we were the, the attorneys and everybody, we did the whole process. My mindset, when I walked out of that room and signed that, it was behind me. I accepted it and I never looked back. Yeah. I knew it would change. And in my mindset that this isn't going to be what it was, it's going to change. I understand that. I'm not going to have, have a po- po- post post-sale remorse. I totally was ready to leave. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And uh, I had no regrets when I walked out, out that I was, I closed that chapter in my life, closed the door and yeah. I was gone Yeah. And, and never regretted it. Yeah. Well, that, that's, that's great insight. Cause I think we all, we all will encounter that in our life at some for level. Sure. And, uh, and, and for Pete and I with Bash University, we've, we've encountered that already. We will in the future. And I think when you know the time is right, you feel it in your soul. You got it, man. It's time to move on. Most and of us will just sell a 2004 Acura Legend. 
Right, right. right. Most of us so will sell, right. sell just the used car. But, <laughs> All right. Right. It was a really like good I'm car. somebody in the airport to sell them. Right, yeah. right. But <laughs> we're not sure if we want to let it go, you know. Right. But, but here's, here's, the, here's the great thing, Alan. You've, you've said this over and over, you know, like turning points in, in life. And when that door closed, another one opened for you. And, and very, 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 very big thing for you was you took a little time off. You said it earlier in the show. Uh, your wife, Mary, she kind of said, hey, Al, you love TV. Go back to it. And you, you're, you've started this new thing that you're doing now. And it's, it's as good or better than what In Fisherman was. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. So talk about what you're doing now. Talk about Angling Edge. Talk about everything you're doing. I think it's, I think it's awesome. When we, uh, uh, my last year of that non-compete, I did nothing. Yeah, yeah. you know, and I was just, just sort of, what am I going to do with my life? And I, I told you, my wife planted that seed with me sometime before that. And then it was a February. I'm running down on my running machine, sheen at home. And the month of February, cold, and yeah, you know, and I kept thinking and thinking. And I'm a person of faith. I'm praying for a little direction in my life. What's next, Lord? What do I do? Yeah, you know, give me something. Tell me. Give. And I got this gut feeling. It just kind of popped in, in into me to me to the idea the the title of the thing to do a publication and, and and call it Angling Edge. And I want you to close this thing with a little little uplifting message yeah. that lifts people up yeah yeah you know can keep it lifted up in a world that can use a lot a, a lot of lifting yeah. so that yeah. was it i jumped on an airplane i flew down <laughs> i flew down with my wife to florida met with my brother ron and 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 i said what do you think what do you think on this we get when i get back my sister-in-law looked and she says, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jimmy and Danny, Danny and Bill, they started Linder Media Productions at that time. And they had a, a contract with Rapala for 18 months. It was a huge piece of production work. Yeah. So Linder Media Production was already in existence. So we brought it under their umbrella to shoot, edit, and do everything. And uh, uh, my my non-compete was done May 6th that year. I went, I gave a call to Dan Sura, uh, who was our operations officer for for many, many years in InFisherman, and, and, and worked with him, Gary McAnally, who was our chief financial officer, and they were working with, in some other businesses and I says, guys, this is what we're what we're going to do. They both said we're in. They gave their yeah. two week two week resignation, jumped back on, came back, rolled up their sleeves, and we started started it. Just started Angling Edge, and 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 it grew from that the seed of Angling Edge. Today we produce Angling Edge, Fishing Edge, Lundy Ultimate Fishing Experiences, which is is it, it is a different model one boat with a different pro staff member, and why they rigged that boat for a certain kind of fish. It could be catfish, it could be musky fishing, it could be walleye, it could be tournament bat fishing. Gussie's on their their staff as an example, and, and I do the the uh, angling buzz, which is a five state regional in season. Uh, a thing and it's covered with guide reports and everything. Its main emphasis is the Dakotas, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan. That's what that service is. And it's in the middle of, of the middle of the summer tourism season, that entity. 
And then, then we did Angling Buzz Ice, and then we do a show called The Ontario Experience. We produce six television shows. The Ontario Experience is, is a, uh, a destination piece for the, the Canadian Chamber of Commerce with all their lodges. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you know, and it's a tourism a tourism oriented piece. So we're doing six uh, six shows today as we sit here. And, wow. uh, you know, I'm, I'm at a, a point, I told my wife when we started this, she says, how long are you going to do this, Al? And I said, I'm going to go until I'm 75 years old. <laughs> and, and then we're going to revisit. Then that was, uh, I turned 76 this past, this past. <laughs> and and she says, okay. So, so, so I do that. So my point now, I'm starting to cut back. There's no question. The young, the, the young guys take this ball and run, baby. I've, I've been on the front lines a long time. I want more fun fishing, yeah. <laughs> fun yeah. fishing. Like, like I want to, I, I like to find some bites that are going from, from 10 to about five. <laughs> I don't want to have to be up at three in the morning, load everything up yeah. to get for, for a morning bite that lasts 45 minutes. Like you had to for the tournament and hope you get the draw to get to the spot. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, you know, that aspect of, of my life. I'm just kind of mellowing out. I want to, I fish a little bit slower. Like I said, I'm yeah. not as mad at those fish as I used to be. <laughs> and well, it's a, well, maybe it's a good time for you to step step back in the tournament trail, Al. Like Rick Klein is <laughs> on the <laughs> I, I want the senior tour, baby. I want the senior tour. If the wind, if the wind blows more, blowing more than 10 go. miles an hour, cancel the tournament. I don't want to yeah. go out. That's right. Well, everyone, everyone from the Bass staff watches this show. Uh, they're watching right now. I know they are, whether they want to admit it or not. So there you have it. We want the senior tour, guys. Come on, bring it back. <laughs> uh, I, I, I did want to jump into something because I know we got tons of questions piling up, and I want to get to Riz, but I did want to ask one more thing. Um, and and it's it's actually like advice for me because, you know, with Angling Edge, faith is such an important thing for you, Al, and it's, a, it's, it's an important part of your message, and, it, and it's what you live for. And you've got people that love it, and you have people that, that – that sort of criticize it. They don't. They don't yeah, think absolutely. it fits. I get it. And I've dealt with that my whole career. You know, I've dealt <laughs> with criticism, and I've dealt with people not, uh, you know, not agreeing with me and my personality and my mm -hmm. message. And mm -hmm. I, I, how do you deal with that? How do you deal with the, the criticism? You know, Mike, you said it a little while ago. You know your gut feeling. You're right in what you're do doing, and you hold to what you believe. Yeah. Just go do it. Yeah. Don't yeah. be swayed by this stuff. Don't worry about it. Blow it off. Right. Just blow it off, man. Yeah. Blow. It. Get that negative out. Right. Don't dwell. That negative stuff will kill you. It it'll kill you. It, yeah. it, don't don't take it. Don't let that seed plant in your heart. Just take it. And just blow it off. Yeah. Don't hold to it. That, I mean, that yeah. worst thing, that negativity, yeah. that is bad stuff, man. That's great advice. All right, Rizzo. I know you are so backed up. Let's do yeah. some housekeeping. Riz, what do you got for Al on the IMs? Let's catch up. Okay, so from Sean Lay. Sean Lay wants to know, uh, Al, how have you been able to continually adapt through the decades of fishing and remain such an important figure and a legend? Yeah. Number one, I, I still like what I'm doing. I, I, loved, I, I love the game. I love the game. And uh, uh, I like what's new and exciting. I, I'm a 
a student. I'm a groupie and I'm a student <laughs> at the same time. You know, there's always stuff stuff to learn and it's still exciting. I love my, for me, what I really like to do is go to new water that I haven't fished. And luckily I live in a state that between here and Ontario and, and Wisconsin and the Dakota, I, I'm around a huge amount of water and a lot of the fun for me is getting in a little boat, a small boat, and going into all these little puddle lakes. We call them the pig ponds for bass. These are these small eutrophic lakes that are all over Minnesota, Wisconsin. No tournaments are on them. Nobody's on them. There's not a lot of houses on them. There's no cement ramps. You got to put your, you find a road goes by the side of the road and you got to have a roller tra trailer to get the boat off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love doing that. To go into these little off this is i love doing it and i could do it seven days a week go on pick pick one or where you could fish two lakes in a day you get the map out and you go pick two lakes in a day and every time i get free time now i got my buddy kurt and i we do this all the time when ron was alive i, I would take them this is what we did we would run to different lakes these little lakes off the beaten path and about one out of 10 of them, you would find a sparkling gem, man. You have to go to that many. And then you would find one of these gems. And I was always in, you know, I looked for a place. This would, this would be a good lake for a frog show. This is a good crankbait lake. It's got a lot of clean rocks. And that's, you know, and, and over the years, sometimes I might not, when you find one of these gems, I might not go back there and film it for, for two, three years until you needed a certain bite. Uh, on a certain kind of bait, this 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 lake was really, really, really right for it. And you just that's what I love to do now. I enjoy doing that. How are you able to do that? You're you're Al Linder. I mean, come on. <laughs> are you getting swamped at the launch ramp? Uh <laughs> I try to find these secret little little ramps. And again, again my, I got the blessing up from, from my wife. She says, go, man, go. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You want to do it? Go. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and she's been my encouragement and all this, but this, she never, ever, ever, that, that that's, that's a dumb idea. Never. Can, awesome. I, can I ask you to do it? Go. I, I, I just wanted to know, and I want to bring it back to uh, you. Uh, the St. John's River just went down for the Bassmaster Elites. You had a top 10 Bassmaster tournament there in 1975. Wow. Jeez. What? I'm... Just what, what what did this tournament? Were you fishing the same stuff like Lake George and Run the River? Or yeah. What what but, you know? Just what happened that was? I, I did now? good on, on the bass, but I did good on bass, and then then remember I, I mentioned that, that 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 American angler was down there at that time time and they had the tournaments in Florida. But I did a seventh and a fourth on a St. John's in those tournaments. There there and all the fish that I caught were all fishing channels. It was all pre-spawn spawn fish, all on channels. Yeah, you know, Texas rig, rig worms and lizards and and spinner baits and same th those stuff the they baits. did this like man-made canals, the same place where guys did good in this tournament. It's exactly. And if, if, by the way, you mentioned earlier, uh, 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 all my buddies that in the, the, this area up here, you mentioned Seth, Seth Fighter, mm -hmm. Gussie, both the Jets. Look at the standings that they walk out of. They started this tournament looking really good. Fighter came in. He had eight pounds the first day. Yeah. And he made, makes the top 10. Holy this kid smokes. and Gussie, I, I watched 
I watched these guys grow up as kids. They, they were bubble gummers in a boat hitchhiking rides. <laughs> <laughs> and they're sleeping at the access. Uh, uh, they, had, they, had, they had, you know, that passion we were talking about? Yeah. yeah. They, their story. You, they, they did, they're just not all of a sudden, ta-da, they're a hero. They wow. paid their dues, man. Wow. They wow. paid their dues. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, I hope I, I, they're probably not watching. Uh, Seth isn't because he's probably trying to get sleep for a yep. tomorrow. But I hope they get to hear that. That is unbelievable. Yes. Uh, I, I want to get one real quick, and then Riz will get back to the regular IMs. And this one is coming over on Facebook, Al. And it's Steve Stavarshak. Am I saying that right? Steve Stavarshak. 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 Stavarshak wants to know, uh, Al, I love your accent. It would be a dream come true if you could say one thing for me. <laughs> Big Bass, love a leech, and it's critical. Yes. Hold on, wait. wait Big wait. Bass, love a leech, and it's critical. Oh! Big Bass, love a leech, and it's critical. There you go, Steve. <laughs> Hold on, one, one more, one more, Al. Big Bass, love a leech, and it's critical. There you go. That's for sure. <laughs> did a, I did a commercial, Mike. I did this, this with Bill Dance and Hank Parker for Minkota Trolling Motors many 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 years ago and we had to speed up the audio you had a lot of copy to say and one of the line line lines were were on the john boat bow the bow of the john boat the waves and it's john boat bow every time i talk to dance and hank parker that's the first thing they are still think it's hilarious they couldn't understand what i was saying <laughs> That's day awesome. in and day out. It's Dude, coming from Hank Parker. Hank Parker couldn't understand something. <laughs> yeah. that he That's crazy. How dare he? How dare he? Uh, <laughs> and then, and then, real quick, uh, over on Twitter, I want to make sure I get all the social accounts. Over on Twitter, Jim Jones wants to know if Boyd Duckett wanted to buy In Fisherman back in 1998, would it, would you have sold it to him? I don't, I, I don't know. Those are good. That's a hard question. Now. I, I don't know that. I don't know that. Yeah. I don't know the man personally. I, uh, you, you know, I'd have to know a lot more, but I do not know him personally. So yeah. I can't yeah. answer that question. Yeah. All right. There you go, Jim. That's for you. Uh, Riz, what else we got coming on the regular IMs? Yeah. So uh, Dan Herring wants to know, uh, Al, who was the best fisherman in the Linder family? Oh, good question. I am. <laughs> I got, I got, Jimmy, my nephew Jimmy is pretty darn good though too. Jimmy's really good. He's good. Jeremy He's good. is really good. Yeah, you know these guys. Are, I got a, a great staff of guys we work with here, and uh, uh, you know every single one of them, just a. I got, got you. You're talking about business, Mike. Mike, and, and some of the companies you've worked with, many of the big companies, you know, in our business. And uh, uh, I, all, all one of the decisions that that I have made, Ron and I went back, and, and it's held true. I would never hire anybody in upper management if they didn't know if they didn't fish in right. upper management. Right. I would never hire a person if they didn't fish. And one of the biggest mistakes and hindrances our our industry experiences 
is some of the leaders in upper management positions in corporate that simply know more about a golf ball and a golf club yeah. than a spinnerbait and a fishing mm, rod. Yeah. And, and the decision-making process is impacted in a big, big, big way. Yeah. And, and, I, and I can't say enough about I'd that. Agree. Well, well, I'd agree. Well, can, can, I got to ask this. Isn't that, you know, hiring alcoholics to run the distillery? if they know their job and they're they're diligent in what they do and i've been fortunate enough to pick really good people that i worked <laughs> with all my life and these people have been it, it is such a blessing when you get somebody that you could work work with like that they're self-motivated you don't have to sit yeah. there and work. they got a job to do and if it takes 12 hours that day to do it they do it yeah see so, you, yeah, you know I'm, you don't have to watch over them they, they 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 just do here here's here's what we got to do guys bing bing yeah. bing 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 yeah. they go yeah. make it make it happen man yeah. see al i gotta disagree with you because i watch mike and his company from a distance hmm. and i watch them hire fishermen and they fire within six months because they never show up to work always- <laughs> 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 there's a fine line there there's a fine line that you- is true yeah. no that's true there is a fine line that is true they're not, Very true. They're not productive during the spawn. They're not productive during the time when the bass are shallow and biting. Or or the frog bite. Right, or the frog bite, or, or the fall <laughs> topwater bite, or the spring, whatever. They're not productive. They're just not productive. Uh, <laughs> that actually brought something up that I, I, I definitely wanted to touch on, which is uh, your fishing family, uh, from, from your brother Ron to your son uh, Troy to your whole family, You've you've got it. You've got that that bug, but I did want to s- spend a second and talk about Ron because Ron was such an inspiration for all of us. Um, you. And y- you guys had a ten year difference between you, but y- I've never seen you. You guys have worked together like in harmony your whole lives. You ha- you've had this connection where you work together. And Ron, I, I-, I want to tell you the story, Al, because every time I saw Ron, whether it was at a sports show or a media event or a Rapala event, wherever I saw him, he was the single best storyteller I've ever <laughs> met in my life. Like every time I sat with Ron, I would sit and we'd talk and I'd, I would just be drinking a beer or whatever. All of a sudden, look at my watch. And dude, <laughs> like it was like two hours have passed and it felt like 10 minutes. You know what I mean? And, it's, and, and I'm like, God, he's a great storyteller. The way he would tell stories, you felt like you were there, you know. Mm-hmm. Tell tell me a little bit about Ron. He was it, such such an inspiration for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, a for two brothers to have a ten year gap in their age. From the time I was little, our relationship. He was my big brother. He watched over me. He protected me. Took me fishing. Got, got really really exposed me yeah. to fishing. He's seen that I had a burning desire and really good at this. And he helped build it, nurture it and feed it. It was my best friend. We were in business. Our first business together was in high school. I had a tackle company in a basement of my parents' house called Linder Manufacturing. We made jigs and spinner baits and sold them. I had my parents' house in there and built it. And so that was my first taste of business in, in the, the sport fishing industry. We sold it after I graduated from high school. I went to Wisconsin to be a fishing guide and went from there. 
I'll, n- I'll never forget that I left, I left, I had $1,800 in my pocket, man, man, uh, 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 a Ford station wagon, sleeping bag, all my equipment. I'm going to go chase a dream, be a guide oh, and make a living in a fishing business. And that kind of led to it. And, and, but Ron nurtured me all along the way. Not only that, that we were, we we're in business together on different projects, our entire life, yeah, entire life. Yeah. Yeah. But and, now, uh, uh, bucks and a rare, a rare, a rare, a rarity that 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 we were able to stay together in family run businesses yeah. yeah you know it gets really challenging there is no question yeah. about, about it and ours just it just worked good we were we would just work with each other's strong points and uh, it, it just mm-hmm. it just worked for us for that you know for that reason if i had to pick a reason yeah. you respected your strong points and uh, would work through everything without having emotion get involved in it and get to a decision yeah well, I, I, I would say one of the best duos ever in the sport. Uh, what you and Ron did is, is amazing. And, uh, and he was an amazing guy and, and he will be missed for sure. Thank you. I appreciate that from our whole family, Mike. Yeah. I, I know Dawn and some of our family, my, 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 my boy, everybody's watching it. And we just really, really appreciate those words. The outpouring from the industry was staggering. Yeah for it and, and the impact so much appreciated guys yeah you're welcome uh i i want to talk about that i had a note here that i missed that i want to talk about dude you're in the hall of fame al for everything you're in the in the pro angling hall of fame you're in the uh-huh. fishing hall of fame the minnesota hall the journalist hall of fame is there any hall of fame that you you're not in that you need to be in? <laughs> we can make a phone call for you here <laughs> Uh, I've just that yeah you know when you get acknowledgments like like that from from your peer group in the industry uh, the word to me come to, to me it's humbling yeah. that's what it is yeah. when you're here your peer group do, does that it's yeah. it, it's a humbling experience and it keeps you motivated to do what you do yeah it's awesome uh, Riz a uh, couple more before we're coming to the end here we got a couple more yeah Bri what do you got you got one. Yeah, oh, got, what do you got, Bry? Well, we got stuff. Oh, okay. What do you got for me? Uh, I got some comments to catch up on. Yeah. Through the evening, there's been a lot. Um, let's see. Henry Churchill over on Facebook said, Al invented Lake X. He believes Al Linder was the first to coin the term Lake X. Wow. Okay. That's one I didn't know about. <laughs> I, I, I did. I've stole that then. If, if that's <laughs> true, I've stolen that term. Yeah. We um, did a series that produced a series for 3M uh, and it, 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 it was walk, following a, 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 a largemouth bass, a, a largemouth bass's life, life throughout the season on a little lake that I lived on here and we built the lake and we did dinner. It was an educational piece of four part series that 3M produced and we called the Lake Lake X. And it, it had all the habitat, we built all the habitat was in it we talked about how to fish movie it was i look at it every once in a while now and it was an amazing uh, a piece of work for that period of time to see what was done with that thing lake wow. x Build it into a map like wow lake we x. just all right brian i know you got a lot more yeah we'll catch up right we, we had got? a couple more um you know, just real quick uh the jeremiah comment rich riz looks like every gas station owner in indiana um, <laughs> uh, that's a good one 
Uh, Al, one lure for life. <laughs> if you had one lure for life, what would that be? One what? One lure for life. One lure. One bait. One lure. If I had to pick one lure, me, That's it right. would be a jig. Okay. Ooh, I think I would have to be a jig. Is it ice jig? Yeah, you just can do or? so. You just just can do so much with it all throughout the season. Okay. Yeah, that's a good. What's one. your go-to jig, Al? If like you're if you're going to a lake you've never been to, and and you're gonna put a put a flipping jig on whatever. What's your what's your go-to weight color? If if you're really pushing me to one weight, one size, one color, if it all goes down, it would be a half ounce. If I had to restrict to one one weight, it would be a half ounce for all season long, most cover conditions. I pick a half ounce, and I guess I would go with a bread and butter black blue. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'd, have, I'd I, have to agree it, with that one too. I'd, yeah. I'd be right there with you. I had one. If you get that restrictive, that would be my pick. Yeah, I had one come through real quick from Instagram that I had to put through because I think it's funny. Yes. It's from Byron Velvick. Oh. And Byron yeah. Velvick wants to know, Al, where do you get all your energy from? This blue pill is not working for me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Byron, Byron, man. <laughs> Uh, if I had to give some, we're in the close. If I had to give some closing words of wisdom, guys, I can encourage people that are listening. Go. I really believe this seriously. Go fish every chance you could go fish. I don't care how old you are. Don't look at the weather. Don't you get an opportunity to get in that boat and go on the water for two, three, four hours? Take it and go. Yeah. Most people think the weather is so bad. That's when you learn stuff. You yeah. learn how to catch, pick those bad weather. But postfrontal, go every chance you can go on the water, go. It will make you a better fisherman without a doubt. You'll understand how to adjust to the constant weather conditions. And uh, uh, the, another thing, go to a lake you've never been on before. Yes. Pick a couple presentations you never ever used before That's right. that you know work and and uh, go get bid on them so your confidence grows. Yeah, I love it. I'd, I'd agree with that That's one. Awesome. That's a good one. Wow. Uh, Bri Riz, what else you got? Any last minute questions coming through for Al? I got a I got a, a comment on the board, a question on the board. Close us out with the 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 funniest or the most memorable moment that you ever had in your entire career of filming. One story. Oh. That you Lay it down on us. What do you get? Okay, okay, okay. I'll get. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you got a hundred, but no, I'll give you give, give you I'll give you. I, I'm I'm going to keep. We're we're talking a lot to a bass audience and a bass crowd, so it'll be a bass story. And it was a it was the tournament that I won in Tennessee. Bass fishing. We were saying at that point in time, bass fishing was just you know really becoming popular. And all over the country. So our audience is up north. I wanted to show them what a bass tournament was what it was like. So I started in my house in Brainerd, Minnesota, rigging what I'm going to rig to to go to this tournament. Da da da. Took them through the states. Drove me down there. Fished the tournament. I'm going to make a long story short. I ended up winning it. <laughs> is that a coincidence or not? Or is that is that? That isn't a coincidence. That's a sign, man. Something was right. Wow. And you filmed the first time you ever did. You went down and you, and you, and you won the thing. <laughs> Good night. That's the odds on that, guys, are 
unbelievable when you think about it. Do you still have the trophy? At that time. Do you still have the trophy? Like I'm still hanging on to these in the back. Yeah, I got it. Oh yeah, yeah. I got I got the the trophies and I got the original past patch jackets of old that we used to have in the old days. The jack that today we got all our sponsors on them, but yep. these were the patch jackets from all the different tournament sites that were that you wore. And and from a few years of them, I got that. My wife, my wife kept it. <laughs> it's kind of fun to look at all the different sites and stuff that we were at at that period of time with Bash. I love it. I love. It. What's in the background? Is that a lake map over your shoulder? Here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the United States. That's my guy. My, my guy. That, that's. That's the, the lake whole, of the United States. Oh, yeah. and, 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 <laughs> Come on, Pete. It's Connors, dude. And, and you know where you got to go to get bit. I'm, I mean, I look at that. There's one quick thing. I've been fortunate enough to fish in every state except Maine. I have not been to Maine yet. Wow. Wow. Hawaii, Alaska, but not Maine. Uh, well, not Alaska, Hawaii. A lot of people don't know don't don't know that there's peacock bass in one lake in Alaska, in Hawaii. Wow. There's peacocks. I didn't know that either. Yeah. I didn't know that was the lake of the United States. It's crazy. <laughs> well done, Peter. Good job, Pete. <laughs> it, I, I, I'm just looking at the map. I'm thinking like that southern tip of Florida. You could probably <laughs> throw you know a spoonbill or, or <laughs> and, and catch something right there. Right now, as we sit here, my nephew Jimmy, he left yesterday morning to dodge this brutal cold. He's going down. He's fish, fishing some tide water on the Alabama-Florida border wow. by the Panhandle. He's going to be fishing tide water down, 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 down there for reds and bass for the next couple of weeks. Oh my God! We live my heart goes out to him. I said, "You, you're the smart one. I'm. Why, why ain't I? Why am I still here? Wow. <laughs> the, the frozen tundra." Al, why did we ever stop migrating? Yeah, we ask that all the time. <laughs> Mike, why don't you buy like a plantation down there and make put Brian and I and Pete and Riz yeah. in, the, in the you know come on man and, and bring it bring I, old timers like me there too, Mike. I think this is a good idea. I'm encouraging you to do this too. I'll actually work <laughs> on like the other three. You'll actually work. I'll actually work. Well, I've, I've, I've got the perfect piece of property. The other mine, three are going to so. fish. Dave will be out there and the, looking at Skunk, in the trees. I just need games. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> I need investors. I've got the perfect property in mind. I right, just need I'm, investors. I'm broke. Uh, I, I've got just a couple more coming through on my end, too. They just they just keep coming and coming. This is unbelievable. Dude, Al, there are shows where our IM is like crickets. Like, nobody wants to ask uh, anything. So, yeah, we ignored and this everybody one, tonight. <laughs> this one is just, you've got people going crazy. I don't know. Something, something about it. You've got people ignite it. Uh, this one is from the mayor of Chicago. It comes through on Twitter. And the question is, uh, uh, Al, why does Babe Winkleman dress like you? <laughs> Lori Lightfoot checking in from Chicago. <laughs> I don't think we'll go there, Mike. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe uh, this is for another show. This is not for a public show, but Al, we'll... We'll have this conversation later, me and you. Cheers, sure. Al. Cheers. <laughs> to the, yeah, that was a good one. Uh, <laughs> and then I have another one. Uh, this one's just from Tony. And this was in reference to a, a, what we talked about earlier. And it's, um, Al, has technology and electronics 
getting, has it gotten too out of hand? When is enough enough? L electronics have come a long way from the Lawrence red box. Mm. What's your opinion? I'd like uh, give, give me two more years to answer that. <laughs> okay. Two, two more years. And then I'd like to go back and visit that. Yeah. I don't yeah. think the jury isn't quite out there yet to see. Okay. Yeah. We've had, cause we've had guests on lately. Uh, Randy block. Yeah, Randy we've had on, on. Yeah, sure. very outspoken Al, yeah. on, on, um, you know, this new technology, uh, it's getting too out of hand. It's, it needs to be stopped. Very vocal on putting a kibosh on it in a tournament setting. Um, I, I don't know where I stand on it. Where do you stand on it, Dave? Do you think it's – is it is it okay? I, I just learned tonight that things can see forward underwater. <laughs> 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 wow, okay. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Technology doesn't reach everywhere. It doesn't reach everywhere. <laughs> it takes a little while. <laughs> and then the last one I had, and this this is a good one, and I'd like to know this one too, because uh, we 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 try to do a lot of this. But what do we need to do to grow the sport? How can we get more kids involved in fishing? And that one came from Carol over on Instagram. Holy mackerel! Uh, uh, to to COVID did more in two months to get new anglers mm. and a lot of them young than our industry was able to do would take a kid fishing for yeah. 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it yeah. caused an explosion yeah. of new anglers and many of them young anglers. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. Now, now the negative, the negative thing, this happened so fast, so fast. The industry, I think I got, got caught short, not expecting this kind of pressure on the resources, right. meaning the accesses and everything. Right. Uh, 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 you know, we had talked about, about getting new anglers in. Nobody expected this kind of, the numbers are roughly for what I'm hearing about 8 million, 8 million. And a lot of these are young people. So that's good. That's re re really good. And uh, now, now if we teach them right about managing resources, the value of a resource, appreciate the fish, uh, uh, be cognizant mm. of the environments. Yeah, you know, this is all pluses, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big, yeah. big positive of this. You know, it's a weird time. We, we've talked about it the last couple of shows, but a big positive is there are more people fishing, more people spending yeah. time in the outdoors, and that's a good thing. All right, Brian, I know – Ken Duke is a big supporter of everything we do. Bash you. Good I friend of all of ours. Good friend of all of ours. Mm -hmm. Ken's got a good question, comment to well, throw out there. Pass yeah. it on for us. What yeah, so, so I was talking to Ken earlier, Al, and um, he told me about a series you did, Feeding Habits of Bass, back in mid-'70s, 74. And you, yeah. you, you fished with Rick Klun yeah. on your boat. And, and during one of those filming sessions rick caught his pb his biggest bass to that point in his life can you tell us about that <laughs> yeah, we, we were doing a, a a show it was in florida and uh, uh at that point in time glenn lau one of the greatest yeah. underwater photographers for years he was the producer director and he put this show together and it was called the Coors outdoors and Coors Sports, Coors Beer Sports, Coors Outdoors. It only lasted a couple of seasons. I hosted the northern part of it. Rick Klun hosted the southern part. Uh, a guy named Green, I forget his first name right, right now, did it from the West Coast. 
And uh, we had a guy out in the East. Right now, I can't remember. So there was four hosts that would make up these show, shows and we would come in with different pieces of subject matter that, that kind of brought the show together. And uh, we were shooting in, in Florida and Rick got that fish. By the way, that fish came off of a boat dock, if you remember. Ah, another that was another, we were right by another boat dock. And that was, it was like, you know, 10 pound class fish. Yeah, yeah, you know, and Glenn was in the water since you were shooting. I mean, the, the thing was, it, it was a great story at that point in time. So, wow. so according to Ken, Rick caught the fish, and while he's admiring it, he dropped it. Yeah, it's exactly what happened. Well, the Whoa. fish shook, and we were, the fish, the, the way the fish shook, he dropped it. Yeah, wow. in the lake. Yeah, gone, gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And Rick tried to dive in for it, and you had to grab him by the ankles and pull him out. But it wasn't the ankles. We just grabbed, just grabbed them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a good one. Oh, my gosh. That's a good one. I'd love. I would love to see that footage. D yeah. What yeah. if it exists out there? It does exist. Ken had oh, yeah. the, yeah. the, the, the VHS tape, Yeah. but he didn't have a VHS tape player, oh. and I couldn't find it on YouTube. Oh my god! Just the way out. But I did find some thirsty kid putting up a video of a bass eating a bluegill for right. two million views. Yeah, right. just the way Al told that story. <laughs> the rest of us would have told it, anxious as ever, to get to the point where he dropped it, and then I had to save him from jumping in the water. He didn't even mention that you had to extract that from him. <laughs> Good guy. Oh, man. Oh, man. He's a veteran. He's seen it all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Many wars. Uh, Al, I, I, I want to tell you. Honestly, we've been doing this now. We came to the realization that we've been doing this strange, weird live podcasting now seven. for seven years. Right. And wow. This, wow. this has been one of the most monumental nights that I've had to, uh, to get to the look in your, into your life and the impact you've had on the sport. And, uh, man, I, I'm, I'm still shook up. I can't thank you enough yes. for coming on the show. I'm honestly still shook up about this. So I, I, I can't thank you enough. I, I don't know what to say except thank you for everything that you've done, the inspiration for me, for us in this room, for a lot of people that love fishing. Uh, you've, you've changed it all for us, and, and I, don't, I don't know that we could ever repay you for that. But thank you for coming on the show. Mike, I consider it an honor. I appreciate those words of encouragement, guys. I had a fun evening in here. I'm going to go pick up a pizza and bring it home for my wife. Yeah! <laughs> what a way to end an Ike Live show right there. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Al. Thank you, Take Al. Care. Appreciate Thank it. You. Al Linder, everybody. Yes! Wow. Wow. My goodness. Amazing. Amazing. Man, what a guest. I'm, I'm honestly yeah. choked up. I'm still choked yeah. up. That was that was that was great. That was a dream come true, Dave. We've had a we've had a lot here in the last couple of months, but that was one mm -hmm. of them for sure. I was thinking when he said when he when he left high school with eighteen hundred bucks to go guide, he made it sound like it wasn't a lot of money. But uh, I'm doing yeah. the math, that's like nineteen sixty three. Oh yeah, he could buy bought, a house. He could oh, have bought yeah. a Studebaker and a yeah. Triumph motorcycle, yeah. like with that money. I still went and guided. And half of Costa Rica. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> the interesting part of that story that I and I I hope I'm interpreting this right, but so he created, and it reminds me a lot of like Jake Haas. I see a lot of that same hustle, but Al and Ron created this lure company. Like literally, he 
Al was still in high school, and they're doing these like lures and Lindy rigs and spinner mm -hmm. jig rigs. Yeah, the Lindy. And he made a connection. He met this guy at a sports show, and it was the dude, the original owner of Maurice Fishing Tackle. And uh, you know Maurice is a big yeah. distributor. And he saw this stuff, and I think he's the one that originally bought Lindy from these guys. And, and again, you know, like wow. at the time, that was a lot of money. Yeah. So here's these kids yeah. that are hustling. And they get this big check, and yeah. they go and try to live their dreams. You know, they did, man. It's crazy. What a what a success story. That, you know, that energy level, though, yeah. is what, what propels yeah. it all. Yeah. All yes. that from fish, bro. Life force. <laughs> crazy yeah. life force. What a guy, dude. It was and, amazing. And giving up tournament fishing, like he had, he's bit by the bug, but yeah, you know, he saw the path and he made the call. Yeah, and you know, it was the right call for him. Yeah, he's the original YouTuber. He is the original YouTuber. Yeah. I mean, one oh of the things gosh, that he said, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of the things he said I can relate to, and at this stage of my life right now, for sure, is he's addicted to the tug of a fish, yeah. and he wants yeah. other species. He he loves it. Like you could see him talking about like walleye, catfish, pike. Like it all matters the same, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm getting to that point where it's not just about bass. No, you know? it's, you're not. You're not nuisance not. by catfish. Come on, huh? You're not nuisanced by a catfish with no. a you crank. No. Are you kidding me? A 30 or 40 pound catfish? <laughs> how, many how many times is it 30, 40 pounds? It's usually a pound fish that ends up getting uh, Well, we're not talking about <laughs> shitty South Jersey. <laughs> You're making it sound like every fish is a gift from God. No. <laughs> Give him Here a good day. Kind of is. I don't like Kinda sober days. <laughs> Thumbs <laughs> down to sober days. I'm not sorry. I just shot in a beer. Uh, no. No. I'm, I mean, the, the, <laughs> that's, mouth, all, that's all, mouthwash for you. Dude, they're all special. They're all important. <laughs> they're all special. They're all important. Yeah. All right. Sober Dave sucks. His enthusiasm is contagious. And you can it tell is. how he built the business that yes. way. I mean, it is just it you can't help it. I'm I I'm more enthused by, you know, listening to him speak, you know. Yeah. About what he, it's crazy. It's just the influence that he has. It makes you want to do more. It's like, oh my gosh. You He'd know, be a there's great so much coach more. with that accent and that, that energy. He would be successful anywhere he went. Yeah. With yeah. that energy and yeah, it's great. We day. got Mary Lindner on the message board. Mary Lindner, Mrs. Al here. I'm waiting for my pizza. Ike, I love the show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Shout out to Mary for watching tonight. And, and that, ask Mary. Ask Mary if they have good pizza out yeah, there yeah, in what, Minnesota. What, I yeah. mean, what do they got out yeah, there? Yeah, what are the toppings? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd like to know the toppings. And I got another yeah, topping. That, mongoose hip or yeah, something. Mongoose <laughs> hip. Thank you. Thank you, Mary. Beaver, for, beaver oh, tail yeah. with extra cheese. Thank you for allowing us to have Al for over an hour. That was awesome. No, so. It's going to be some kind of meat uh, medley, right? Yeah. It's got to be. It's Minnesota. They, they, uh, meats and cheeses. Medicine and pineapple yeah. or something. Cheese is big in that part of the world. Yeah. Ham and black olives. Cheese is real big. Um, That's money. Dude, I, I, dude, I hope every ha everybody had a good time. But here, oh. listen to this, Bright. Mike. The show is not over yet. No. Because we have another big uh, couple of things. I got something before you get here. into that. Yeah, what do you got? Doing. All right, hold on. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wow. Uh-oh. Look at this. Put this in front of you, and then we'll go back to the microphone. Okay. Wow. All right. All right, we've got a little, it looks like a cedar box. Uh, no, here. that's called a, uh, Dave, what is it? 
Humidor. Very good. Dave. A humidor. Okay. This gotta... is a humidor. Apparently, on your last Mike and Becky live. Yes. You mentioned that you were going to now turn into a professional. Um, I wanted to start smoking a pipe. I right. Said. Yeah. Grab mm. that black bag. Okay. See the black little black. Yeah. Open it up. All right. Ah, uh, somebody sent you a pipe, man. Wow. Oh, open it up and look at it. Oh, look at that, Pete. Look at this. You know about pipes. You've smoked in the fifties. <laughs> look at it. What's it say on it? Let's see. Oh, it's got the Ike logo. Embezzled. Embezzled. Isn't it embroidered? <laughs> embezzled. No, embroidered is clothing. This is embezzled. Embezzled. <laughs> Into the. You're such an idiot. Oh man, I like this. Embezzled. Let me at least get to good. Uh, it's funny because the the uh, mouthpiece is offset. Well, it's because it t comes off to clean the shit. Yeah, you can just screw it to make it oh, straight. Oh, so, you know, yeah. so Sean Forrest. Rich, you know Sean? Sean's yep. from uh, down near the Chesapeake. He's a fan of uh, Ike Live, Bass, Bass U. And I uh, caught up with him earlier tonight. He made that pipe for you. Smelly. And it's that's his own special blend. Wow. And, oh, wow. Yeah, smelling that, dude. I love. Oh, man, dude. Wow. I'm about to get a little under tonight. I, I feel a little wow. bit smarter. <laughs> this is, uh, and this particular blend right here is 50% Unique. It's yes. a little open. Be careful. Fifty percent buttered rum. Yeah. Open. Smell it. Smell it. Smell it. Careful. Let me smell it. <laughs> I don't want to spill it all over the place because oh. you didn't know I opened. Wow. It. Now, what are mm. with the unique is? Yeah. Well, is there like anything? the unique rockers. Unique yeah. rockers is there anything probably. magical in there? I'm no, there's nothing magical. Oh, nothing. Not Regular. that kind of. Magic. Okay. Well, I can't wait to get <laughs> into this. There's also a stash of stogies. Acid cigars. I see the cigars. Yes. Yeah. It's cigars. full. Acid mm. cigars. There's Look at this. There is one for everybody. Wow. Look at that. There's, yeah. there's heavy. There's there's at least six cigars in here. Yes, there's one for everybody. That's Rebecca, like myself included. A cigar cutter. This is actually what they used to give me my vasectomy the other day. <laughs> that's right. There it goes. Took the whole thing off. That's what Lena <laughs> Bobbitt used. <laughs> <laughs> that poor guy, John. Wow, Wayne. what a cool gift. Yeah. Very nice. Wow. That's very Thank generous. You. Thank you very much. That was great. Uh, Let me see that box. Yeah, that's a great box. Take a look at it, Sober Dave. Acid Cigar. Sober Dave. Um, <laughs> Sober Dave. We've got a couple other cool things happening uh, before before this show ends. I mean, that was, the, again, Brian, let me just say thank you for setting that up. Oh, I dude, mean, bucket this is, list. This is like four or five shows in a row. Every show, I'm like, in yeah. tears. Thank yeah, you. No, we got, we got to completely shit the bed on the next now one. Now we, we have to shit the bed. We, we have to reset the yeah. bar down at the bottom. Is there <laughs> instructions on how you do this? <laughs> Where we you you stuff the tobacco in there, and then you light it like, I like mean, this? we're going to have to use the Google machine to figure right. it out. Yeah. Um, this show is brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. And, oh, of course, we are the only live video podcast that does a live unboxing every week. And here's something really amazing <laughs> for you tonight. Brian the Carpenter, yeah. instead of doing a pro box tonight, Ike Live is actually unboxing an elite box tonight. Elitist. Here live. Uh, so, you know, this is my favorite part of the show. You know the deal. I usually get the pen here if I don't break the tip of the pen. And I like to bust that seal. We're going to get that busted seal right there. You hear this? Listen, ready? Here it comes. That's right. Ooh. You heard that, right? Oof. Did you hear that? Oof. That's that seal busting. And we're going to unbox this amazing thing. I'm going to pick something out. I'm going to pass it to Dave. Dave will pass it to Brian the Carpenter. And I think, Pete, I think you also have uh, a box there in front of you. 
So I have a pro box, uh, but I'm still going to pick out something cool. All right. So, man, I'm, I'm looking in this one. This one is – this one's stacked. I just want to say the Elite box is stacked. Heavy, heavy stack going on right now. All right. I'm just going to go to this one. Dave, I'm going to pass this to Dave. All right. Brian, I'm going to start right here. We've got Savage Gear, a 4D crawl. 4D crawl. And this is interesting because a lot of the crawls that I fish, Berkeley crawls that I fish, are crawl looking. They write, they look like a crawl. They have regular curl tails. But dude, this is a spinning image of a crawfish. Like this is like they molded an actual crawfish. It looks real. It says it sent it. I could see this thing in clean water, uh, maybe on a bed. I could see this thing. Uh, uh, being viable. I could see it working on a jig header as a trailer. Savage Gear 4D Crawl. This is something I wouldn't normally buy on my own. It's kind of cool. They put it in my hands. Dave, what do you got here? I got something pretty rad. It is called a uh, Sakushi Bug. Sakushi uh, Bug? Uh, it, it, I picture this on the back of my Bitsy Jigs, man. This thing is just rad, dude. Oh, yeah. It's Look almost like that. a Ned Rig Bite crawl. it down. Yeah, yeah like a Ned Rig bite crawl. Half of it off, yeah. Man, it's... Uh, it's, re it's really cool. Because, wow. you know, those little crawfish, they don't have gigantic claws. Like yeah. Everything. yeah. Those claws are really small. I like small, the color, too. You know? More grayish blue instead like, of a traditional like bright blue. Like the ones blue. that are like half the size of your pinky don't have massive pictures. Yeah. yeah. Very, very interesting. Let me bring this over to you, Brian. Yeah. Uh, sure. Uh, Pete, let's go to you real so quick while, while we're passing this. Brian, Pete, what do you got in your MTV Man, box? I have a Blakemore Roadrunner. Ah! Like I can't, I, I I don't think you guys can see. There's a lot of glare coming off, but it's uh the original horsey head. You know, remember the horsey head, Mike? We that's what we used to oh, call yeah. it. Oh yeah, horsey head. The yeah. horsey head. It's 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 a marabou. Yeah. Uh, underspin. You know, Jimmy Houston. You know, fifties forever and ever. And I want to give a shout out to Harmony Tackle, which is in my box. Harmony Tackle, big supporter of Bass University. There you go. Oh. What? what? So, wow. some cool stuff in my box. Very cool. Horsey head, this bringing is, it back. This is amazing. It's pretty, that, that savage crawl is pretty, it looks real. It's pretty, it's it's dead on. Wow. I mean, they like got a crawl that's and the put size, it in the mold. Yeah, that's the size of the pinchers. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Brian Carpenter, what do you got in our, uh, in our amazing uh, MTB Elite box tonight? What are you picking out to show everybody here? What do you got? Well, thanks for asking, Michael. Well, uh, well. <laughs> Let's start with the net bait. In there. We got a whole lot of plastics tonight. Uh, well, uh little net bait, pack a crawl. Pack a slam. Pack a slam. Got Some a package slam. of pack of slams. We got uh we got some makuro. We got this thing here. Yeah. Some of these little swing Pretty jammies. Cool. Yep. One of these here. Google eye. Goggle eyes. Goggle eye. What is Goggle Eye? Are we giving this Pro Box to anybody? No, it's an Elite Box, David. Elite Box? Yeah. We are giving it to someone? I don't know. I don't know. There's somebody on the message board tonight that won a box from December and got it, so probably not. <laughs> I'm just trying to determine if I'm stealing this or not. That's all. Put it in your pocket. Steal it. Steal it. Feel free to steal it. doesn't matter. Nobody cares. All right. Bride's got some good stuff in the Elite Box. And there you have it. And, and, and once again... Pete, we talk about it every every week on Hold like was, it, was, was the oh. was the the popcorn jig in there again? Yeah, popcorn jig was in oh. there again. Yeah, they um they gave it a different name. It's like the firecracker name. 
firecracker. But cracker, cracker, jig. Yeah, but no, that is a good little jig. That smells good. It's gonna be neat. Oh yeah, it smells good. Um, once again, let me remind everybody the amazing benefit of Mystery Tackle Box, both the Pro Box and Lead Box, putting a lot of stuff in your hands that's cutting edge. You might not normally buy on your own, putting it right in your hands once a month. Check them out, mysterytacklebox.com. Uh, also, want to remind everybody, buying a carpenter, we've Yo. been drinking these amazing uh, uh, Moon Ramblers all night. Stacked They're up. so good. Um, if that you want to try a Founders, if you're watching, dude, there's people watching all over the country, and they're like, Founders? I ain't got Founders around me. I bet you you do. And there's a really good way, and that is to use the Founders app, Brian the Carpenter, right? Yeah. They got a really cool app where you put in your zip code, and it will tells you the closest place that will sell Founders beer. So go to Founders.com, download the app. You can find out where you get this amazing beer. It's good stuff, it's man. Really, really, Very really, drinkable. really freaking good. Yep. It's really, really freaking good. And so is Tico. Uh, Riz, I know we had a million great IMs tonight. I know it was hard to shuffle through those, but want to uh, want to finally give this away too. We had a lot of great viewers tonight on uh, Facebook, and of course we had the like and share tonight going on. And this is a, a great gift bag that has all of our sponsor products. Uh, Liquid Mayhem, Heshi, Flambeau, everything's in here. Uh, weighs about 20 pounds. Who is our Facebook like and share winner tonight, Riz? Yeah, we had a ton of people on Facebook, ton of people on the website, everywhere across the board. It was awesome. Thanks, guys, for being on yeah, with this. Thank you. Very Over much. 300 shares tonight. That's just that's freaking awesome. Wow, um, crazy. But wow. I, I just I just put the I just put all the names through the randomizer, and we have a winner tonight, Mr. Chuck. Powell, congratulations. Chuck, Chuck Powell. Powell. All right, Chuck Woolery. Take live. Get back. Um, I did see a comment earlier from somebody on uh, early in the show on YouTube was trying to find Dave's Insta. Dave, what is your Instagram handle? David Brodzik. <laughs> spell it, spell it, please. As if anybody could spell your it's name. David yeah. Brodzik. Uh, and B O R O D Z I U K. Correct. Um, at Capri Pants was suggested by Travis Wise, who was wiling out on our Instagram comments at your behest. Said I should be. It was suggesting it might be at Capri Pants. Oh. <laughs> uh, nature fan. Look for the tagline. Tagline nature fan. Travis was wiling on I was thinking of clam diggers. All right. Now, Capri Pants. No, chicks wear Capri Pants. Yes. We got a picture of our buddy Tom wearing Capri Pants. Well, now it's you. <laughs> Somebody sent it to us. Clam diggers. The worm has turned. Yeah. Good old Tom. How old's Tom now? 49? Yeah. We're all 49, Mike. <laughs> I'm not 49. <laughs> Speak for yourself. You will be in June. Fuck that, I'm 48, bro. You're about to be. Yo, fights are on tonight, man, UFC. By the are way, they? Jim Miller was supposed to fight tonight. He I is, saw that. His, yeah, his, his fight got canceled. Um, uh, Bobby Green, Bobby King Green. Medical issue? Or yeah, what? I don't know if it was weight cut related or what happened, huh. so I didn't, I didn't catch what it was. But, yeah, Jim's like chasing down 40, was it 40 wins? Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. yeah, he's, he wants he's a it. legend, dude. Yeah, he is a legend. Pretty wild. Yeah. Shout out to Jim Miller. We need to get Jim back on. We had Jim on one of the early shows. He was one of our better early shows. For sure. When him and his brother came down. That was a good show. Our our early shows, we didn't have that many good ones, but that was a good one. Yeah, and the one the week before was the Mark McCallan and Now that was a great one. Dude, they that, were both that's, amazing. That's top five still. That was I a, know. that was another great that's one. <laughs> yeah. 
And that's Unless back when the world was normal. We could have people in the studio. Mm. Hopefully it gets back to that. Because yes. I do miss that. People. I do miss that. We're going to get Riz and Pete back in the studio sooner or later. Pete ain't coming. 2025, <laughs> six, maybe 2030, we'll get him back in the studio. Pete's tires have been permanently flattened. Pete still oh, has I, his pajama I have bottoms up. on. Stand up, Pete. <laughs> Stand up, Pete. What? Come on. I have a, I was just, I've upgraded my streaming camera. We're going to start using that next time. Well, well, oh, wow. st- can you stand up for us, though? Do you actually no. have pajamas on? Oh, pajamas? Yeah. I, I am wearing, uh, I'm wearing slippers. Ah! Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you dress from the waist up, man. That's cool. But I, <laughs> I, I wish you, uh, I wish you saved travels on the way home, guys, man. Thanks, Pete. Oh, Please. man. Why you got to put that Malik's on us? Well, I'm just worried about you. You oh. know, I know you're, I know you're busting my balls, but I'm worried about you. Well, we, got, we got two big trucks. Yeah. Two big heavy trucks. We should be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just impact harder. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, I'm pretty good with it, but I, I did. I, I went over an overpass today, and I never touched the ground. The 55 overpass. Yeah, yeah. you know Bridges. them signs. Yeah. Uh, bridge freezes before road surface. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. No. I just like. Come on. I was just driving, and all of a sudden the truck was just, uh, just real floating. It was loose. Oh. Yeah. And then when I got <laughs> to the front of the lake here, from there to your garage. Yeah. Just skating. Got loose. Well, yeah. Right. Well, you guys were well. We were on break. I was talking with Al, and he's talking about like uh, uh, frostbite and how fast it can attack it. Thirty degrees below zero. What? It's crazy. Mm. Like uh, he's, he's like they'd be out snowmobiling, going out to their ice fishing haunts. Two feet of ice, you know, and but they're they're running, and you don't know you have a seam in your helmet, you know, so that 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 32 degrees below zero is hitting your face yeah. and you pull your helmet off and and like your buddy tells you your, your whole cheek is black yeah the quickening it th- you don't even feel it it happens so fast uh, at that temperature yeah you know? as ken duke would say that's uninhabitable that's bad <laughs> yeah. that's bad i remember the, follow uh, the buffalo south yeah <laughs> I, this is good. This is after after that temperature and that story. This is going to sound pussyish, but hmm. I remember the classic on Lay Lake that uh, I think Van Dam ended up winning that one. But I remember it was so cold the first morning of the tournament, and I wasn't prepared. Like I like it was the classic, so I wasn't hmm. thinking. But it was like a February tournament, and my hand, my one hand, got so fucking cold. I lost feeling in my index finger and my pinky, and I didn't regain feeling for like a year and a half. No, oh my God! So oh I had shit. nerve damage, you know. But again, you know, like you're fishing, so you're into yeah. it. And you're like, you know, you're so yeah. into what you're doing, your adrenaline's flowing. You you forget about the pain, you know. And you're then, like a year and a half later, I still didn't feel. That's a lot for you, because earlier I slighted you by saying you don't take pain. But you know what? You can handle the elements fishing better than anyone I've ever That's been around. That's true. Dude, I got to yeah. take that back. I, yeah. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Little this, little great, that. Gr- yeah. Great <laughs> video you put together about how to dress for the cold. Oh, did you like way. that, Pete? I did. Thank you. I did. You know what reminded me of? Pete, you got to uh, do a video on how to dress for not going out of the house. <laughs> Pete, Pete, I would like to how see to dress a tutorial on how you fetch your mail at one in the afternoon. Like what, what slippers do you have on? And yeah. you put the jacket or you keep your smoking coat on? Like what do you do? <laughs> Hold on. How, full that, screen, Pete. That, you got to know how to live, brother. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
The uh, uh, floor's yours. But I, you know, it's funny, Mike. I was watching your stuff, and I remembered Melinda Mize. Like you, you stole that heating, like that back heating rack. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You stole it, but she was. I remember she. She was teaching us what she does about how to stay warm in the real cold conditions. She uses that back wrap, yeah, that with the the carbon heating stuff. Yeah, shout out to Melinda Mar. I may have stole from. Her. I don't remember, but it's the deal. Yeah. It is the it deal. Is. Warm your core. Yeah. Keep your yeah. core warm, dude. You're warm. Well, I mean, there's a reason in <laughs> yeah, between right. rounds. Like when a boxer, they put the ice on the spine for a reason. You know, like right. it, it has uh, everything yeah. to do with controlling your heat. And your, yeah, and your try coolness. that. Try that with my hands, dude. My shit goes numb. Number. Anyhow. Number. Mm. Anyhow. Uh, dude, what a great show. I, I I don't I don't even know what else to say except uh he's fun. Freaking freaking awesome Gosh. guest tonight. Is dude. there another Al Linder out there? How do we get another guest like that? Nah, we gotta go the other direction, dude. We got completely shit to bed. We're gonna try next Sunday, guys. We're gonna come back next Sunday. Uh we're shooting for a really, really bad guest. Terrible show. <laughs> no, seriously. In all honesty, stay, stay in all honesty, we have to reset the bar low yeah. and then come back up again. So, guys, look for it. Next show, terrible. But wait, let's let. Can we count back? Let's count back from Al. So we had Al Linder. Who do we have before that? Byron. 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 Byron show was great. No, let me before you go any further. Yeah. I was looking back at that, and <clears throat> I wonder: is there anybody like, dude? The the going through how he came up fishing, how you came up, how Skeet came up. Yeah. Is anybody going – are these guys doing it that way? Is there anybody, like, building it that – No. I think they're mostly trust fund babies now. No. <sighs> I mean, you know, there are some that are grinding. You know, certainly Carl's got a well, great story coming Carl from another, the other side of the planet. It. You know what I mean? But, like, I don't know. There's just I so much depth so. to his story. and, and uh, Dude, he was feeding I, stripper striper. Yeah. <laughs> he was getting VIP at the club. Yeah. Walking in with a box of frozen stripers. Stripper right. striper. And in a milk crate. Living, wow. in a, living in a Chevy Astro van for nine years, dude. And Skeet's right. guy, I'm getting the comfortable side of it. Yeah, but you know yeah. what? Like, like <laughs> I, I, you know, I love the show with Al tonight. It was a great yeah. show. Oh, was... But I would have loved to, uh, you know, got into his time with Tommy Martin and freaking. Uh, dude, there's so much more. Uh, dude, think, because think about it, dude. They were Harold Allen, Tommy Martin, and. And Al Linder in their twenties. Yep. David Wharton. Single. Yeah. In Texas. Oil money. Like, what yep. happened? <laughs> I wanna know. His wife was watching. It yeah, was I know. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like the stories. I'm just saying the stories yeah. would have been great. Before you know? Babe Winkleman bit his style. Yeah. And the Babe <laughs> Winkleman thing too. Like if we could have explored that a little bit, like Swagger Jacked. Swagger Jacked. I mean, you know. <laughs> but it it was uh it was an awesome night. And I'm glad we got to spend it with with Al. That was fun. Oh, dude, so fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we gotta go back to our underachieving, underperforming status. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> we gotta get this. Or just shows. ride out on top and call this the last one. Yeah, yeah. yeah just end <laughs> it. Yeah, we, still, might. we might end it. I get to go out. Like <laughs> fake make an announcement, and I'll just cut the show. I know, but usually when we're we're saying it's the last show, we've we've said something or done something that's mm. the show killer. You know what I mean? Like. We've hit like some racism thing. <laughs> we <laughs> allegedly, yeah. yeah, or Dave. Yeah, is this where you say weave and everyone's looking at me? The yeah, whole time? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The joke went awry. Yeah. 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 But that you, one went off course. No. But you know, I will say something though, which is um, the the show has gotten really good lately, and I, I, I'm not saying that just to pump us up. It has, and a very unique thing 
we have now that we didn't have for the last seven years, which is I don't have an affiliation with any tournament circuit right now. Mm. So, you know, we always hype, like we were like hypothesizing about when can we just be free and spill the beans and not have any consequences. I think now's the time. Maybe we should have some of those shows, you know? You ready to go uh, so back? We, we, we started out that way. Yeah. Like, I remember being really nervous seven years ago. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, I got to walk out of this room. I can't talk <laughs> about this, you know? And yeah. then and then we kind of, like, stepped into the area of we got to watch. We got to watch. Well, cancel culture. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are we ready to go back? Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I like the idea of tiptoeing around some of that stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. I think we can. I think we can do it. I think we can do it. The one thing sure, we're the that's, one that's the one, all you, dude. Yeah. Well, the one thing <laughs> we're doing that I don't I, pay my bills with doing this stuff. Yeah. The one thing <laughs> that we're doing, and I like, and I would love to hear from people what they think, is that we're not we're not just covering tournament winners. You know, dude. When COVID hit, there's like a billion podcasts that popped up. Ooh. Like there really is, and and I'm not yeah. knocking any of them, but they're all very. The format's very much the same, you know? And I like that we're taking this uh, venture now to hit other things besides who won the tournament, you know? And and I like that. I like what we're doing with that, you know? So There's a lot. There's a lot we can do, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. It's a really good thing. We've got got, got a lot of – go ahead, Pete. I was just going to say one of Al's comments that was impactful and is worth repeating is that passion – trumps everything yeah you know yeah you you know your business model your you know whatever it is it just you know passion and you know just that drive it will overcome all obstacles in front of you yep and that's what he did he's done that more than once and and my gosh you could see it in the interview tonight there's a powerful force of a man and great compliment comment and uh, great advice yep yeah, he's that and sober Dave is no good on a podcast. Yeah, no, hold on. Dave. <laughs> you need to take that back. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're the one that lectures me about the things I, don't I say. Stop it. All right, then I got a speech tonight by this guy. Like, what am I supposed to do, man? Like, what do you guys want from me? Uh, Dude, you need to go live to get on this. up and say what I think, but I'm going to sit here and I'm going to be quiet. Like, should what? we smoke a couple cigars here tonight? Yeah. Uh, Maybe we should smoke some cigars. That's what I'm wondering. I think Becky would kill me. Yeah. You think? I don't know. Do well, you think it'll soak into the cedar? No, I don't it would smell like Sherlock Holmes' like place. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Rich- you think? Fire it up. Dude, the, the matches are like this long. I think you got to immerse the whole match into the tobacco while it's in They're there. They're special matches, dude. They're yeah, long for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Mm. I, don't, I don't know any of that. I got to figure that out. Yeah, I got <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Open flame. He's a good dude. Sean's a good guy. <laughs> now that you're live on, or now that you're on Instagram, you need to go live on your drive home and make sure you get yeah. home safe. Yeah, yeah here's a live up. ice crash. <laughs> <laughs> Watch me die. I might go live in the woods tomorrow if I can figure out which button to push. I'll tell you. You should. We'll see. You take a mail, your good luck. Uh, I'm going to bring her. Yeah, Scotch Sean. That's cool. Now, nah, there's no squatches in the pines. If they are, I don't, I don't so know. So do you, do you think that it, it is a an animal that lives on the planet, or is this some interdimensional being? I don't know. See, here's what I don't know. Like, I'm going to tell you what. I don't know what it is. <laughs> of course and, you, you know, don't. I'm, gonna t- I'm not even sure it exists. Like, if God came down right now, and he's coming down, and I'm standing in a crowd, and I'm like, All right, is he looking at me? And he's like, you, stupid, come here. He would look a lot like... Al Linder, he's like, he? dude, <laughs> tell me you wouldn't. I don't know if he would look like that. Yeah, he but if he like said, like, look, dude, you saw a bear walk across the road when you were 12. 
The howling video you make everybody suffer through was, was a half-retarded coyote. <laughs> and if I see you show one more footprint, I'm going to punch you in the face. I'd say, all right, it don't exist, God. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Is Pornhub okay? <laughs> <laughs> but until then, look, until then, I know what I saw, and I know what I heard, and I know what that activated. I know what yeah. I experienced yeah. in life in terms of adrenaline, and 99.9% .9 of this population did not experience yeah. what I have in my my yeah. life and yeah. i know what that did to me when i heard that thing dude yeah so, uh, Brian, whatever right we gotta you gotta admit though we've had i shared an experience like that with you oh yeah we in saw alaska some, oh it was it was something and, and it was something it was absolutely so something there is there was three of us there right we all saw it right and it's unexplainable no amount of marijuana can make you see something like that all three of you so no amount of alleged marijuana but there's thousands right. of reports of what you guys saw it's, it's you didn't correct. just see it yourself right. and they all even described the same tone that the light was like an old-fashioned headlight that light yellow right. light like they all described the same color you guys didn't see anything unique hey don't make it not special i'm just saying <laughs> you're not crazy <laughs> for <laughs> seeing it yeah, i'm just you're saying not crazy I'm just saying don't say anything special i'm, saying. I'm just special like a, just like a thousand people you know, uh, mm. a year see these damn things in the woods. Right. I don't know. know? Right. Uh, that, dude, you're not in the you're not in the realm. You don't know. <laughs> in the realm. <laughs> in the realm. <laughs> come get to the realm. <laughs> I feel kind. I of thought for sure Al was going to come on with a story. I knew. I asked him that question. I'm like, I he's he's ha he lives up in northern Minnesota. He's had to. Have have most a people story, don't want the ridicule, you know? dude. I didn't talk about it for years, man. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't talk about it most of my life till I got old enough to be like, I don't care. This is what I saw. You don't care. You don't this care. is the real me. No, no. <laughs> out of the closet. Coming out of the closet. Listen, Greg De Palma just saw one in Florida. All right. Skunk ape. He saw the skunk ape. Did he? Did he? <laughs> you guys don't. <laughs> so here's something, Pete. Here's funny. So I, I'm just learning his Instagram, and I, I get this from Greg De Palma <laughs> Skunk Ape video sent to me, and I think it's Greg sending it to me because I don't know, but it's, it's Justin Kimmel sending it to me on behalf of Greg. So I'm like, <laughs> in, so I'm interviewing Justin about the sighting. I'm interviewing. <laughs> I'm trying to get details, and like it just seemed like I'm like, is it? Did he fucking see this? Like, what is he? What, I, I didn't realize I was interviewing the wrong guy. He's like, interviewing. I, he's like, I didn't see it. Like, I'm just sending you his. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it it could be tricky. Yeah, I was like, wait, I got uh, old, man. Wait, let me give you a piece of advice. Yeah. If allegedly a buddy sends you like you know one of them DMs of somebody else's stuff and it's a hot girl and you comment on that shit, don't comment on the little line below the picture because that shit's going to her, allegedly. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. So who knows uh, who see got that my trickery? Who knows who That's got what my, I heard my, from somebody. Who knows uh, who got my one Sasquatch, of buddies. My Sasquatch interview probably went to everyone. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> Wrong guy. Won't even the eyewitness. All right, here's a quick <laughs> survey for everybody on this panel. We're going to start with Riz. We'll go to Pete, and we'll just keep going down. Uh, who is the winner of the St. John's BASS event tomorrow? Hmm. Riz? <laughs> Man, I, uh, I, I think I got to go with Patrick Walters on this just because of the the hot hand and the way that he's catching fish lately, he seems to be a little bit ahead of the curve. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. You know, it, it's hard to bet against that guy right All now, right. but Pete scary. Greg Hackney, scary. There's, there's, it's, it's going to be an awesome tournament. All right. I, I, I don't know the weather, weather tomorrow. So I'm hesitant, but I'm going to have comment without looking at the weather. Uh, the weather benefited Patrick's sniping plan, that forward facing sonar thing that he's been probably trying to rock for the last 
three days, but he got it nailed today with the rain and all that stuff. And I'm sure that's not going to exist tomorrow. It's probably going to be sunny. Hackney's fishing the bank for spawners, and he has got an area that they're moving on to spawn. Um, and it was really cool to see him again in that format. I'm 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 going for uh, Hackney. All right, find a carpenter. I'll tell you after the game. All right. <laughs> Dave, you want to jump in? Yeah, I'm going to say Greg De Palma. That's the only one I know who's fishing it. All right, Greg De Palma. <laughs> Did he make the cut? No, he didn't make the cut. No, all right. But he could, he could possibly win somehow. Maybe he's fishing. If he weighs going, in his conky. Yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'm going with one of the rookies. I'm going with Brian New. Oh my! For the win. He's he's the truth. He is the he's truth. killer. Not show up to just take part in this yeah. whole. That's that dude Did Lunkers make the cut? Who? He fished a different one. Lunkers TV didn't he fish that event? What he he came in 172nd, Dave. Oh, well. Out, sure of, one, out of 160. <laughs> I'm sure he beat a few people. He hadn't fished the tournament yet, has he? Yeah. He did. Legit? Legit? I thought the tournament wasn't until, like, March or something. That was last week. He, he uh, came in. Uh, yeah, he had a good tournament. Florida's tough, man. If you've never, if you're not from Florida, your first tournament, you don't want your first big tournament to be in Florida in the wintertime, dude. Unless you're from Florida. Jay, Dave, you said a mouthful. You cannot judge anybody on that. That's a humbling experience. You know, I got sick of people coming across that stage today saying how bad they suck in Florida. That was like so redundant. I watched the weigh-in. Everybody was like, oh, I've never scored a point in Florida. I never catch them in Florida. It was. Don't you think uh, it's it hard was, down there, though, Pete, in the winter? Is, I, I suck in Florida. That's what I would say, but I just got tired of hearing it. <laughs> it's unique, <laughs> man. I'm sure I yeah, suck, it's, too. It's very challenging. I, you know, I, I've been on them so good at practice that this tournament's locked up. And then. Front it just, in. Yeah, you can't stay with them. It's yeah. so hard, you know. Unless you're fishing the place that I fished the last day that I was in Florida, <laughs> which is the single. One, of, I put it in my top five of the single best places I've ever fished in my life. What coast was it? The headwaters? It was, it was no. It was north central Florida. Okay. Near Lake City, Florida. Pit mine? It was. Yeah. It, it was. It was. Yeah. It, was the, it was actually a 3,500-acre track that had, I bet you it had 60 old phosphate pits on it. From 30 acres to 1,000 acres in size. And the fishing was just ungodly. In five and a half hours of fishing, I caught 67. I landed at 67. That's I had awesome. a 99, a 713, mm. a 78, a 71, kayak? a 6. Kayak or on, on land? On a bass, bass boat. Oh, okay. But, dude, it's amazing. Wow. It's amazing. And, private uh, or is it a private place? It's a private place. Oh yeah, it's actually for sale though. Mm. And, uh, yeah. and you know, we, we were ta- like we were joking earlier with Al, you we know, about mil. like a place. If I could get investors, I think I think they want eleven mil for it, but I think you can get them down under ten. How mil. many acres? Thirty five hundred acres. Oh wow! But no lodge. Like you'd have to put yeah. you'd have to put another no five. You'd have to put another five mil into it. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd be twenty mil in before you could turn it on. Ah, you know? wigwams. But if anybody's watching, it's got 20 mil to spare. Call me. Wow. 
We'll make it happen. Thirty three thousand five hundred acres. Yeah, we need seriously, we need like an investor with about ten to twenty mil and yeah. an intern. So guys. And an intern it works. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so Cherry Hill's about thirty three thousand acres. Give you an idea how big that how wow. big thirty five hundred wow. acres is. Is it really Whoa. that small? Cherry Hill's only that? Yeah. Damn. How much how much did Al give for for in fishermen? Let's let's call know. him back. Maybe we should call Al uh, back. Yeah. He it. said he wanted to go south. He's tired of ready. Mary, Mary, come on. Bot magazine came. You'd at least want to meet Kurt Cameron with him or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Strong pull, dude. I mean, Kurt on, dude. Cameron. He was he was on the cover of every one of those things uh, in the eighties, dude. Uh, yeah. You haven't popped enough brain cells. Come with, on, have a drink. Baby How do you remember that? Dude, speaking of the eighties, so I. Uh, Becky and I started doing those lives like every weekend, and uh, that's why you got a pipe and a guitar. Yeah, and the dude recommended oh, like Christ, you're playing the a guitar. One, the one thing, <laughs> the one thing we had was what shows should we be watching, and they turned us on to the Cobra Kai. Oh come on, yeah. I just you started watching, been watching about, Cobra. Kai. No, but I'm about two seasons yeah. in now. Oh, yeah, fucking good. Season good, three good. kind of falls off. Hold Does on, it? hold on. Yeah. You gave season two good. Season one and two. Season one good. was good. After that, it got stupid. Season three nah. is pretty bad. No, nah, I'm in two right now. It's good. I like two. I, I don't have nothing bad to say about two. All right. I think it's great. I thought it was childish. What? Um, <laughs> three gets worse. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I well, was don't spoil I was it for me here. No, no. But, um, but I, did, I do have some breaking news. Al Lindner did not come up with Lake X. That was Carl. Jeez. Kiekenhofer, founder mm. of Mercury. Uh, sorry, Al. Okay. Wah, wah, wah. Dude, Mike, you gotta Can get do? in. Sorry, you gotta get in Yellowstone, dude. Yellowstone? It's like Montana Mafia mm. Ranch, dude. Guys, man, it's badass. Yellowstone is legit. I heard that's that good. might be the next. Yellowstone's one. solid, bro. Okay. I, I got the Paramount Network, so I could see season three. Yeah, uh, see, I, I never watched I, another I, thing on it again. Yeah, I wanted to see that, but I'd have to pay for it. I can't get nobody on the first house. First two seasons are on Prime. It. First two seasons are on Prime. Yeah. Oh, I don't have that either. All right, well, obviously everybody does. Everybody has Amazon Prime to get the. the oh yeah, I got that. Out. Yeah, then you got then you get you got to you got dialed in. You got it for free. What? It comes with your Amazon Prime. Right. Yeah, we're missing the USC. Mike, you you gonna buy the card? Yeah, let's buy the card. Fuck it. Can you get it here? Sure. All right, guys, we gotta go. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me thank everybody tonight for watching. This was an amazing night. This was a uh, life-changing experience for me. Want to thank Al Linder, our guest yes. tonight. Also, want to thank everybody here in studio, Dave Brodzik. Thank you, Dave, for coming, bearing oh, the ice. Brian DeCarpenter. Brian, Brian DeCarpenter, producing a great show. Of course, Rizzo. Thanks, Riz, for shooting through all those IMs. And Pete Lusick, the dean, for some great hey. insight tonight. No. Uh, no, no, Pete. no offense, no offense to Al Linder, but Ken Duke is the best writer. Go Ken ahead. Duke's a pretty good writer too. Yeah. Why is everyone sucking up to Ken Duke tonight? Who is he? Why are you guys so? <laughs> who is he? They <laughs> said, "Who is he?" Why are you guys? Everyone's kissing him. Nobody's sucking up to him. He's like a fifty-five guy. times. Man, take it easy. Authority. You shut the hell up. He is the authority. We'll have it in your microphone. That's what happens. Oh, Dave got his mic cut off like Ed Bassmaster. Um, I hope you had fun watching tonight. I uh, hope you have a great weekend. And stay tuned for the next Ike Live. It's going to suck really bad. That's right. Yep, next Sunday. <laughs> yes, next Sunday. It's going to suck really bad. That's right. Good night, right. everybody. Bye. Good night, everybody. Not solely Bye. to entertain, but more importantly, to show you step-by-step step, the whys, wheres, and hows of successful angling. The Facts of Fishing Show.
hosted by nationally known guide, fishing instructor, tournament angler, and tackle manufacturer, Al Lindner. Each week, Al will act as your guide and reveal to you the many secrets, tricks, and new in-depth methods to help you fill your stringer on your own favorite lakes. He won't be flying into the Arctic Circle nor chopping his way into a southern swamp. Instead, the program is designed not solely to entertain, but more importantly, to show you, step by step, the whys, wheres, and hows of successful angling.